and that's what there you go was about I, myself. I, know I don't that shine I, do I glow and it's seeping out of my pores that I'm a survivor a strong work. woman and not one to be tested don't be afraid to glow as a matter of fact <laughs> the more it scares you the more you should do it hello beautiful people and welcome to the glow mob podcast i hope that you're doing well can you believe that we're almost at the end of january already like it's almost like i just popped my head up because i have so much going on and i just i'm like man we're almost at the end of january already this is crazy Anyway, hopefully many of you are crushing and accomplishing those goals that you've set for yourself for 2020 and, you know, just keeping that trajectory going because remember the way you started out the year, just keep the trajectory going into February, March, April, and so on. You got this. I have no doubt. So everyone knows I wrote the book on relationship red flags and For some of you who don't know, it's called 101 Dating Red Flags. It is available on Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, and Apple. But when it comes to friendships, there are some key red flags that are often missed as well. Now, the book I wrote is about rom- and romantic relationships. And I have some really exciting news. I have a workbook coming out that goes along with the book as well that's going to help you build your self-esteem. And it's not just for people who are dating. It's for people who are married. Say, trust me, I got you. The closer we get to the actual release of it, which it won't be that that far away, I'll explain more. But like, do you ever consider the red flags when you're starting a friendship just a a platonic friendship i think that we spend a lot of time thinking about romantic relationships but there are a lot of red flags that come along when you're trying when you, you know you're inviting someone new into your space into your life and we have to protect our energy and i thought this podcast was gonna I'm like, this is right on point. And the reason I'm doing it really is I had to find out the hard way. (laughs) You know, navigating through life, you know, you live and you learn. And I told, you know, I told someone else that I was going to do this podcast. And they were like, are you sure? And I was like, absolutely. Like, this is a candid place. It's a safe place. I don't care. I'll tell you what I tell you for the purpose of facilitating your glow up. So, you know, the red flags that we often miss in friendships, they can range, right? Um, They can range from, you know, extreme to something very subtle that ends up being very extreme as you kind of get to know this person. Um, The whole point is that you're inviting someone new into your life. And, you know, with people come baggage and all kinds of stuff. And I think... Sometimes if you're lonely or if you are, you know, you might have moved to a new city or you started a new job or whatever, you know, sometimes we want connections. And sometimes because we want those connections, we're like, oh, did he or she really do that? And it's kind of like, nah, it's all right. You know, that's a one-off thing. But, you know, these one-off things are often keys 
to what this person really is about. And I'm not saying be paranoid. I'm just saying pay attention. That's it. Um, And this could be a new friend that you just met. Or this could be someone that is, has been your friend for a while. So you you use it where you need to in your life. Um. So I made a list and I'm going to talk to you about... Mm, I think it's going to be close to about 10 things. 10 red flags. There are some similarities on what you should look out for in these... Like in romantic relationships. But this is strictly friendship if you want to know about red flags in a relationship i wrote a whole book about it and you can go ahead and purchase that um i'll also be doing some podcast episodes with some of those topics as well but so the first one and this is by no order of importance is how they talk about their other friends so when you're around this person do they constantly tell you their other friends business do they talk badly about their other friends their former friends like you know we're always not going to have the most positive thing to say about a former friend because that friendship is over but if you pay attention to what they say about what may have happened in that former friendship you know Sometimes there are key things that could kind of give you a real um, a real idea of what their character is. So I'm going to give you an, an example. Um, I moved to a new city and I'm, I'm an extroverted person, so it's whatever. Um, I, I just put myself out there, meet people, etc. This one person that I met mentioned that um, she was having some problems with people kind of staying um with her or something like that she mentioned and I kind of like just blew it off and it turned out I I eventually got to see why her friendships just dissipated why people stopped talking to her speaking to her um so it's just things like that you know sometimes we don't know until we know but it's just kind of keep that in your back pocket and just go with your gut but anyway so how they talk about their friends so they're friends with you or you're getting to know one another and they are telling you their current friends business or they talk badly about their current friends now let me ask you something if they feel comfortable enough to tell you about their friends personal business do you think that they're gonna feel comfortable enough to tell them their friends about your business about things that you decide to tell them in confidence? Of course they are. <laughs> of course. They have no filter. They hold no loyalty. And that's, you know, to me, that's a, that's a deal breaker. Like, I don't want to know about your other friend's personal life, about their problems with their husbands or their wives or, you know, who they're sleeping with. I don't really care. You know, that's just a whole bunch of gossip and drama and energy that I don't want. And that just kind of shows me about your character. So how can I trust you to tell you about something that's happening to me and with me if you if I know you hang out with these people, you know, and you're talking to me about them? Now, this sounds very this can sound very juvenile and I get it. But these are grown people doing this. I'm talking 30s. 40s, 50s, 60s, 
These are grown people that are doing these things. There's no age limit on pettiness. You can be petty at any age. So, you know, watch out for that. Friendships end and, you know, we move on. So sometimes you just have to. But definitely pay attention to this. If they speak badly or even tell you their friend's business, you might even want to stop stop them in your tracks and just be like, hey, why are you telling me about this? Isn't that something kind of personal? You know, I don't know. So next one is they only call you when they need something. Now that's pretty much self-explanatory, right? Unfortunately, because some of you are natural givers, you take this as this is what a friendship is. I'm going to be here for you through thick and thin. And yes, that's great and beautiful and everything. However, there's certain boundaries, right? If this person is calling you constantly, well, if they only call you when they need something, you have to kind of start building some boundaries there. You know, like you're only calling me when you need something. What am I, your personal therapist? No, you are not anyone's personal therapist. You, what, um... I distracted for a second one moment what someone um when you have a friendship it's about reciprocity you know sometimes they might need something sometimes you might need something but if the only reason you call me is because you need money or you need advice about that guy or that girl that you're not gonna leave anyway or you need career you know what I'm saying it's constant and constant no mm-mm. no big red flag big red flag the next one is they don't celebrate your wins with you they don't celebrate your wins with you (laughs) now another one that seems self-explanatory right but a lot of people struggle with keeping with um wondering if they should keep a friend around with this one as well listen I feel like this, when I call someone a friend, they are an extension of who I am. You know, we vibe on multiple levels. We are friends. You are my ace boom coon, you know? Um, Of course, there's different degrees to friendship, but I'm talking about real friendship. And if, if I'm having a win in my life, or multiple wins, and you're never around, I understand that things come up, emergencies happen, but if you have events and, you know, all kinds of things and they don't come to them or even say congratulations or just never show up, there's a problem there. And I don't know what their problem is. It could be a multitude of things from their hater, whatever it is. Their problem is not your problem. So that the the specifics of it doesn't matter. Don't matter. This the problem is they're not celebrating your wins with you. When you are winning, they always disappear. That's an issue. So if some of you are starting to notice that some of these, you know, that you're having some of these with your current relationships, your current friends, it might be time to reevaluate, set up some boundaries or have a talk. Um Yeah. So next one is 
they become depressed when you're not hanging hanging out with them. <sighs> so with something like this, it's you know having a needy friend can be exhausting. Having someone who can't seem to exist without you might be something that some of you are like, yeah, I really want something close like that. But the thing is, it's not healthy. And it's really not about you. It's that you are that object that is that they feel is filling whatever void they have inside of them. You're playing a part and you don't even know it. You know, they become depressed when you're not hanging out. Like, that's so unhealthy and there's some things that they need to figure out on their own that you're not going to be able to help them with. You're just not going to be able to do it. There's no amount of talking. There's no amount of boundaries. Nothing that could be set that is going to fix this. This is usually a mental health issue. And there's no shame. There's no shame in having a mental health issue, anxiety, depression. You don't know. There's something could have happened to them in their childhood that causes them to have problems with um, you know, boundaries or rejection. You just never know. But the thing is, this isn't something that you're going to be able to fix. And it's very unhealthy when someone reacts in such a way just because you haven't hung out with them in a week or something like that. You know, how do you even go about telling this person that they need help? Look, (laughs) I know for one, I know one thing and I, you know, because I know some people that need help. Look, I go to therapy once a week. There's no, there's no thing about that. Am I mentally ill? No, I go because I'm working on myself. If I was mentally ill. I wouldn't have any shame in that. There's nothing wrong with having, you know, with going to therapy. Mental health is self-care. Going to see a therapist is great. Are you kidding me? For an hour or 45 minutes, I just get to dump everything that happened in my week and leave it here and get positive feedback or no opinion at all? That's a... <laughs> I, <laughs> I advise you all to get a therapist even you diehard christians quote unquote diehard christians who believe (laughs) yes you should be reading your bible and stuff like that but therapy is good as well trust me because a lot of you have 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 some issues that you you know don't want to deal with and you know whatever um so anyway they become depressed like that um best thing case-by-case basis we're all adults you know this person you know I know that oftentimes telling people that they can do this they most likely won't you can't want it more for them I can't want it more for you than you want it I can't want you to get better more than you want to get better what kind of nonsense is that like this is one of the reasons why I stopped sending out positive things to certain people because they don't look at them they don't 
I can send a video to someone who is having a problem and this video is the answer to everything that they're going through and they don't even look at it. They make all kinds of excuses. Oh, I'm sleepy. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, what time does it come on? Oh, this. all right. All right. Keep making excuses. You're going to stay in the same spot. Not my problem. Moving on. The next one. When they call you, um, when they call you their best friend right after meeting them. Okay, now you know the whole best friend thing that might sound kind of immature, but you know people still use that term. You know, no matter what age they are, my best friend, whatever. That's not the problem. What the issue is, is that you just met them. It takes time to build foundations in relationships, and sometimes we might feel extremely close to someone pretty fast and that's okay but you have to be careful who you call your friend you have to be careful let alone best friend are you kidding me a best friend this this means this is this is way more than an extension of yourself I told you I see my friendships like that like you are an extension of me I should be able to rely on you and you on me a best friend is like a sister or a brother you know that's closer and they're so quick to call you that. Mm, yeah, there might be some judgment issues there. I don't know. But you need to be careful because this can end up being a needy friend. The type, like I just mentioned, that they become depressed when you're not hanging out. Now, sometimes as you might have a long distance friendship and you miss them and they miss you, you know, and you can feel sad without them. That's not what I mean when I say depressed when you're not hanging out. I'm talking about you live in the same city and you haven't seen them in a couple of days and they their whole world is upside down because of that. That's what I meant to get specific. It's it's okay to miss your friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even if you are in the same city, you know, you both might be busy and it's kind of like, oh, you know, girl, I miss you or man, you know what I'm saying? I miss you or whatever, you know. The difference, there's a big difference between missing someone and being depressed. Now, back to this next, the, the one that I was just saying. Um, you have to be really careful because this can turn into someone who's needy. The next one is they apologize too much or not at all. Now, why does apologizing too much send up a red flag? Well, it's because um, apologizing too much usually means... That they're not really apologizing. You know, it's really easy to say I'm sorry. It really is. When you only mean it as words. But when you actually mean it from the heart and you're saying I'm sorry, it doesn't come as easy to say it. It's just empty words. You know what I'm saying? I could say I'm sorry all day long, but if I don't mean it, then where is it coming from? It's not coming from the heart. Now, if they don't say it at all... Everybody makes mistakes. We all have to say I'm sorry sometime, right? We might misunderstand someone. We might overreact, whatever the case. But if they don't have a way, if they if they can't apologize to you for something that they've done, <laughs> where's their conscience? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you, that none, or even me, like, you're not going to sit there and, and, 
you know, be like, well, where's my apology? You know, nothing, nothing's good until you speak the words or whatever. But it's kind of like, you know, where are your values? Where do your values lay? If you can't even say, I'm sorry, if you can't even apologize. Here's another one. You always have to contact them. It kind of goes into what I was saying before. They only call you when you need, when they need something. You always have to contact them. You know, come. it's about reciprocity. You check up on me, I check up on you. We do things for each other, you know. And keeping track, <laughs> that's another thing. This keeping track thing, oh, well, you know, I bought dinner that last time we went out. So that means you have to pay now. Like, do you know how uncomfortable these kind of when people are this petty that they keep score? I don't want anything to do with them because for me, it should come naturally. Now, if I'm always, always, always giving you money, if I'm always, always, always paying for everything, then I'm kind of like, okay, this is a little bit like, you know, are you using me? But there's a balance and there is a difference. You know what I'm saying? And you should be able to be able to differentiate the two. I can't sit here and, you know, really tell you how to do that. This is something that you have to measure for yourself. And look, someone who keeps score is someone who's annoying to me. That's that tit for tat stuff. I am not 19 years old any longer and neither are you. So you can miss me with that. Because if you do the tit for tat thing, that's going to make me, first of all, that's going to make me want to scream on you. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to make me just be like, you know what? This is, I, I want nothing to do with you. Nothing. Grow up. Um, Yeah, so you always have to contact them. You know, they should check on you sometime. <laughs> Not that that had anything to do with the last thing I just said. I just kind of mashed two in one. Um, another one is they don't respect your space or your time. You know, you can, you might be telling them that you're going to sleep and then all of a sudden your phone ding, 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 ding with multiple text messages about nothing, about nothing. And this, you know, this could be a one-off thing and that's fine. But if they constantly do that, then that means they don't respect your time. If you're like, you know what, from this to this, I'm doing whatever. It doesn't matter. You don't owe anyone an explanation. And all of a sudden, they're blowing up your phone and it's not an emergency. They just feel like it's their time and they want to talk or they want to. No, that's not okay. That's not okay. I told you from this time to this time, I'm, I'm meditating. I'm in prayer. I'm studying whatever I'm doing. I could be sitting here combing my hair. It doesn't matter. This is my time respect respect it respect it that's it another sign red flag is that they always try to one up you you know you might be talking about something that happened great and you know sometimes in conversations as they naturally flow if someone tells you they did something amazing, you know, you have a conversation about it. And then after maybe about 10 or 15 minutes, they're kind of stopped talking about it. And you can be like, well, something great happened to me today too, girl, or guy or whatever. Um, you know, natural flow. But if you notice that you can't even really fully get something out and then they sit here, say, like you, you're like, you know, 
Um, I tried that new brand of caviar. Oh, well, I tried the most expensive caviar yesterday. Okay. Oh, well, I'm going to, I don't know, a location. I'm going to Dominican Republic. And they're like, well, um, I remember when I went to, you know, Dubai and stayed in a presidential suite. It's it's like, okay, what does that have to do with what I'm talking to you about right now? Nothing. You're trying to one-up me. <laughs> and that is just the most stupidest thing ever. Like, if you have a problem with being happy for people, then you need help. You need to work on yourself before you decide to be in a friendship or a relationship. You got to work on your own self. And I always say this in everything. In every book that you'll read about me, um, read about me. In every book that you'll read that I write, you will see if it has something to do with self-improvement it um, or improvement in general that it's always is gonna start with you it's always gonna start with you so whatever some people don't want to take responsibility um I'm trying to see if I had any more for you I think that I think that's a good I think that's a good healthy amount for right now you know I might do a part two to this podcast but You know, overall, if it's something that I didn't mention in here, if you're questioning the fact, you know, if this friendship is something that you want to be in anymore, or if you're questioning this person's loyalty, or if you're questioning things about it, that's a red flag in itself anyway, because it's sort of like your intuition is kind of trying to break through. And sometimes we we will fight our intuition because we're like, we make all kinds of excuses. But I have fun hanging out with her. But we like the same brand of wine. But me and him like the same type of football or whatever. And we're not meant to be solitary creatures. We like that connection. But you can end up in a world of trouble like a stalker or a psycho or a a needy or whatever. You can end up in all kinds of misery when you ignore red flags about someone. People come from all walks of life. <laughs> and you just have to be careful. And I want to piggyback off of something that I mentioned before. If you're the type of person that loves to give to people and share information, and that's the type of person that I am. If I see something and I'm like, oh, that's helpful. You know, oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? That gave me chill bumps. I like to share it with other women because that's what I'm about. Women empowerment. That is the basis of everything that I do. It's about empowering women. Now, if you're a man and you're listening to this, and you get empowered, then that's amazing. I want to empower you as well, but women come first in my book, as far as this goes. If you are someone who does this and you find that there's no reciprocity, now you're not always giving to get, okay, understood. But you you just make sure that you recognize are people doing things for you as well, you know, and 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 the number one thing that annoys me is when I share information or when I give something and people make excuses about it. Because there's a lot of people out here who don't want to get better. There's a lot of people out here who know they have issues, who actually know they're miserable or they're a hater or they're a gossip or whatever it is. And they don't want to get better. 
They're content in their misery. And there's nothing I can do for you if you're content in your misery. As a matter of fact, I don't even want you around me if you're content in your misery. It's 2020, man. And even if this was 1920, I don't have time for it. I simply don't because you're not going to be anything but a weight on my leg. And I have to kick that crutch. I have to kick that crutch. You got to walk on your own. I'm sorry. Some of you might not be as straightforward as me with it. But let me tell you something. You don't want to be on the other side of one of these people. Because all kinds of things can happen. I I even said, you know what? I'm not sharing anything with anyone anymore because these chicks don't appreciate it. They always making excuses as to why they can't watch it or why they can't give feedback. I started a book club. Um a small little thing. Just a couple of people that I know. Um about the book, The Alchemist. The book, The Alchemist is an amazing book. One of them had an excuse about why they couldn't get it. Another one was trying to interact, but couldn't get the book or whatever, because I think there was some type of, I don't even know. Um, I would be the only one posting in there. I would be the only one. Now, I've already read the book. I'm taking time out of my busy life, my book writing life, my podcast life, my blogging life. My running my own boutique life, my college life, my work life. I'm a busy person. I'm taking time out to do this, to cultivate and motivate you. And you sitting here and don't even participate when it was your choice to be in it anyway. You can miss me with that. I don't have time for it. So I left the group. I don't even know what they're doing in there anymore. And I don't care. So with that being said. Remember your intuition. <laughs> Be in tune with it. If you have any questions or anything like that, definitely submit me, send me an email, follow me on Instagram at Pieces of India. Until next time, I appreciate you and thank you for being part of the Glow Mob. Bye.